Welcome, everybody. It's time for the Dents and Dreams, a podcast on painless dent repair, focusing on how you can use the fruits of this wonderful trade we call PDR to achieve your wildest dreams. I'm John Vadim, your friendly neighborhood dent reaper and host of Dents and Dreams. Now, let's get started. All right, all right, all right. So, episode one of Dents and Dreams. And you guys are probably wondering, um, who's this guy? Uh, why is he starting a podcast? I mean, what are we here for, guys? So, uh, I'm John Bideen. Uh, I've been a paintless dent repair technician for 10 years. Uh, coming up on 11 here. And... Um, I do also have my own tool line, uh, Dent Reaper, uh, DentReaper.com. And um, that's where I'm at right now. And uh, the reason I'm starting this podcast is because throughout my career, so many podcasts have, have helped me along the way, starting with PDR College, uh, PDR Tool Time, the Dent Time podcast, um, you know, more recently, Dent Digest with Ryan Shutt, uh, PDR Coach, Corey Kleinfeld, um, so many others along the way, uh, PDR Workshop, Christopher Ray, uh, just a lot of good quality content out there. And, you know, if you can take one nugget out of uh, a podcast and use it to, to uh, further your career or or learn a new skill or learn about a new tool that can help you along the way. It, uh, it's a very valuable thing. So this is my attempt to pay it forward. So, you know, typically in these episodes, uh, I'm hoping to get some illustrious guests, uh, you know, different guys throughout the PDR industry, industry leaders down to, you know, uh, everyday working techs, see how they're running their business and see if we can learn something to improve ours along the way, um, all the way down to new guys and understanding their struggles and, and seeing if learning more about their struggles can help us overcome some of ours. So this episode though, is all about me because uh, it's hard to get a guest for a podcast if, if you don't have one. So episode one here, I'm the host and the guest. So I guess I'm kind of be interviewing myself. So um, let's just start from the start and go over kind of my PDR career as a whole. So I started back in 2010. Um, actually a couple friends of mine, uh, a guy I went to high school with and, and, uh, a couple guys I met soon after high school, uh, started working for a local dealer group, uh, one of the bigger dealer groups here in the twin cities. And, uh, they were doing pretty well for themselves. And at that time I was actually in real estate and mortgage and then the bubble burst. I sold some advertising for a while and was working for uh, Yellow Pages company, the Verizon Yellow Pages. 
and uh, you know we sold some online advertising to go along with that stuff but uh, the writing was on the wall with that company they were they had filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy and uh, I mean the advertising didn't work <laughs> to, to put it in a nutshell uh, you know I was dealing with a lot more complaints uh, about, uh, you know, the promises that I had made that the company had told me, you know, the, this ad program is going to work, yada, yada. And it just wasn't working out. So I intentionally got fired from there. Um, basically just stopped selling because I didn't believe in what I was selling. And, uh, I knew it would end in me getting fired and had no idea where I was going to go from there. But um, it ended up working out. Uh, so I did get fired, and it did happen to hail that year. And one of my buddies who had worked for this dealer group ended up going on his own, starting his own company. And, um, you know, he he flirted with the idea of me helping him sell uh, hail cars and, and do some estimating on hail cars and getting more hail cars for him in the door. And uh, I did a couple ride-along days with him, and uh, I was at a body shop with him, actually. And uh, we were both standing on a uh, quick bench at the back of an SUV as he was pushing the roof. And, uh, you know, I said, well, why don't, you just, why don't you just train me to push? I mean, this doesn't look that hard. And uh, he gave me a, a knockdown. And told me to push up a dent, and I kind of did. Probably ruined it. Um, and he resisted for a while, and you know, tried to actually kind of try to talk me out of it. But I held strong, and you know, before I knew it, I was in the garage. So I was living in an apartment building at the time, just a shithole of an apartment building, really. And uh, it had this big garage for, you know, everybody had one spot and it was just one huge building. And my spot happened to be in the corner. So I was in the corner of this garage with the practice hood. And my first day, I pushed on that hood, you know, doing X's and O's and spots and intentionally breaking paint and doing some of those kinds of exercises to better learn how to find my tip, et cetera. But I sat out there for 13 hours. The first day I finally got that hood. And when I woke up the next day, uh, my pinky finger and the inside of my ring finger were numb. And I almost quit. I ended up going to the chiropractor and he told me I just pinched my ulnar nerve and he did an adjustment. I could feel my fingers again and I was back at it. Um, so from there, my training was basically at a salvage yard. Uh, just this uh, auto dealer that all they did was sell uh, salvage title vehicles. So there was a lot of hail vehicles, a lot of really beat up stuff. And I would just go there every day and push for free, basically. Now, all the while, because I had recently been fired, I was on unemployment. So I uh, was able to maintain for for that it was about a six month stretch just pushing every day there for free until finally one day 
the boss said, you're ready to start charging. So my first car, uh, Infiniti G37, a dent on the body line of the rear door. Got it up pretty dang good. The thing was looking pretty sweet, and there was just a couple minor touch-ups to do. And I went in through the wiring harness with a double-bend rod and just getting that last little bit out and shattered the window. Um, so that was the first car I ever charged on, shattered a window. And um, basically the glass and the uh, dent repair were about the same price, so... Didn't lose money on that, I guess, but uh, valuable experience. Anyway, you know, fast forward from there, uh, did some rock lots on the bigger and bigger dealer lots. It was mostly wholesale in the beginning. And, um, you know, maybe about three, four years in, um, I kind of felt like I was hitting my max as far as earning potential. I just, you know, I was constantly looking for ways to be faster you know doing wholesale work speed is the name of the game and uh, just trying to figure some some ways to get faster and I was buying more and more tools to to help me with that and uh, just couldn't find the right tool and um, that's kind of how the Dent Reaper was born. I, I had all these different door tools and none of them were working exactly the way I wanted. So I went about trying to have this tool made, had it designed all in my head, actually had a dream about it. Uh, hence <laughs> part of the reason for you know, the name of the tool company is actually Design Dreams LLC and part of the name for the reason for the name for, uh, the podcast here dancing dreams but anyway um so i had that design and i was shopping it all over uh, the twin cities at different uh machine shops and i just i couldn't get a decent one made so um we'll get to to how that all got worked out here shortly but um you know uh at about the same time i had uh, discovered the pdr college podcast I, I discovered it on episode seven and uh i mean i binged that thing i think i listened to the first seven eight episodes two three times because i just was so in awe with with the information they were given and uh really learned a lot about the PDR industry at that point. There wasn't a lot of, you know, Facebook groups, things like that hadn't really hit any kind of maturity at that point. So, uh, man, that PDR college, Keith and Shane, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so that was, that's another reason for the name of the dents and dreams podcast. They, they did one episode at one point and maybe it was just a minute. And, you know, I, I went back and tried to find it. If you do go to pdrcollege.com, you can find their, all their episodes. Uh, a lot of them aren't on iTunes or Spotify anymore, but, um, 
They talked about responding to your dealers or your clients, uh, you know, when they ask you how you doing, you know, and that saying fine was not uh, not a good answer and trying to find a way to stand out. And uh, from that point, it was probably, I don't know, 2014, maybe 2015. Um, anytime somebody asked me how I doing, I say, hey, you know me, dancing dreams, baby, we're just. We're just out here getting it. So, uh, you know, to the point where many of my uh, wholesale accounts that I see on a regular basis will will greet me as Mr. Dents and Dreams. And uh, it's, it's kind of fun. So, um, you know, just think about how you're responding to people. Uh, try to find a way to stand out. And if you want to steal Dents and Dreams, by all means, give it a shot. But... Um, yeah, so, and that was, you know, right about the same time I'm developing uh, what would become the Dent Reaper. And uh, I was really struggling. The The machine shops around here just were not cutting the mustard. They did not really understand what uh, a PDR tool was or should be. And uh, it was it was really difficult. So that takes me to another podcast, PDR Tool Time. And uh, so that was episode 62. And I'm going to see if I can play it for you guys here. I got it all queued up. And in episode 62, they were interviewing John and Maria Callenbach from A1 Tool. And I must have rewound this section two or three times because John said something that really piqued my interest. And we do uh, is build custom tools. And uh, so we are constantly being challenged to do something that we have not quite done before. Uh, and uh, sometimes, you know, that is just for that individual. Uh, we always respect that if they've come up with it, it's theirs. And we don't try to replicate it and put it out there on the market. Uh, there are some things that people want you to do that for them. And we develop some type of agreement to, to do that or whatever. But uh, so we're seeing a lot of new stuff just because we do the custom stuff. And uh, I, I think that's helped us be innovative uh, with our product line. Now that's, so that's, and they go on to talk more about how they, you know, build relationships with guys and, and, you know, sell, end up selling their tools, putting the tools on the market. And that idea at that point hadn't really crossed my mind to do it that way. I just wanted this tool for myself. And, um, at that point I really had nothing to lose. So I, um, I had already had a CAD made for this tool because I was trying to shop it to different um, machine shops here locally. So I sent that in to A1 and they whipped it up super quick. And I made a couple of tweaks. I think probably the third or fourth version ended up being what, uh, what would eventually be called the Dent Reaper and be put on the market. And uh, this is the actual one. You know, most Dent Reapers have a black handle. 
And um, this was the very first original Dent Raper. And um, like I say, I went through some different iterations because I didn't want any flex. So I actually started it at three eighths by uh, 30 inches and ended up at uh, 7 sixteenths by 29 inches. And uh, she's a beaut. I love this tool for many, many reasons, but um, uh, it's been the beginning of uh, a different side of my career with uh, designing and, and bringing different tools to market. And um, it's been an amazing journey. So, uh, but the fact remains, this is still my go-to tool when I'm doing wholesale work because it is just, in my opinion, the most versatile uh, door tool you can have. It's super efficient and uh, works great still to this day. So, um, so yeah. So, but this was way before that tool ever hit the market. That was probably 2015, 16 when I finally got it done. And um, probably more like 16, 16, maybe early 17. Um, either way. So how did it, all this come to pass? Um, so like I said, I was working for what was a good friend of mine and um, kind of had maxed out my earning potential um, just because you can only fix so many cars in a day. And, um, you know, I was earning a percentage and, you know, I, the, the only way I could see to uh, increase my earning potential would be to go on my own. I really struggled with that for, a couple of years because uh, like I say, the, the guy who trained me uh, was a really good friend of mine. And uh, it was, it was a, it was a tough spot for me to be in because leaving him would uh, cause a lot of drama and which eventually it did. But uh, what had happened was I had a vacation scheduled to go to Florida and about a week and a half, maybe two weeks before that I was buying a truck and my brother called me and I'm sitting in the finance office for the, the uh, auto dealer for my Tacoma. And they, my brother called me and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm buying a truck. And he said, well, um, you gotta hurry it up. Um, uh, Dad just had a stroke and they're flying him, airlifting him to the, the hospital now. And man, that was a, a crazy, crazy experience. You want to talk about just realizing that things can be taken from you in an instant. And, uh, you know, just seeing my dad, uh, you know, they, they had to go in and get the clot out. And, um, you know, he was, when we, when we saw him, they finally let us see him at, I don't know, it was probably three in the morning. And um, he was just 
laying on the bed shaking and and you know making in making just sounds indistinguishable sounds you know he was he was trying to talk to us but um he couldn't and uh that hit me hard hit me really hard and um did a lot of thinking a lot of soul searching in the next weeks to come and actually while i was on vacation uh, decided that i had to go on my own immediately and i had to bring my tool to market immediately and uh, the day i got back from from florida i called my boss and said we need to meet and he said i'm too busy i can't and i said no this is really important i need to talk to you and he said no i can't i got this this and this to do uh, i'm just too busy we'll we'll schedule something later this week and i said no if you can't meet then i'll just tell you over the phone i quit and holy shit, that took every fiber of my being to do it it, it was really hard um <laughs> but yeah after i said that he did eventually agree to meet with me later that day but um i just did a farewell tour to all my dealers and said I'm not working for denheads anymore i'm on my own and i should rewind and say while i was on vacation i was um on upwork and fiverr and getting logos designed and and uh doing all of that stuff so i mean by the time i i said i quit i actually had a website i mean it was the ugliest website you could possibly have but um the wheels were in motion and yeah so did a farewell tour to all my accounts and said i'm going on my own and the my former company will take great care of you and um so on and and so on and i well i told him you know if you know anybody else that needs a dent guy please have him give me a call and uh i did get some work out of that actually one of my accounts refused they said uh we're not choosing between them or you we're choosing any dent company we want and we want you so i'll see you next tuesday and uh yeah, my former employer was not very happy about that. You know, I didn't want to be labeled as an account thief, but, uh, you know, he basically told me he wasn't going to stay with them regardless. So um, the choice was mine. And funny enough, uh, probably two and a half years later, uh, through some management changes and what have you, uh, I don't have that account anymore and my former employer does so <laughs> the circle of life but um i digress so that's how uh that's how i ended up going out on my own and uh, owning my own company great dent repair and uh, ended up being a great decision a really great decision um, love running my own company love being my own boss and uh, love Megan 100% of the ticket. So that's how that go went down. Uh, the other thing I did when I got back from Florida, 
So I called A1 and said, uh, you remember that tool you made for me? And they said, yeah, 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 we still have this, whatever, in the, on your file. And I said, I want 50 of them. And Tom at A1 was like, did you say 50, like five zero? And I said, yep. And he said, uh, what are you going to do with them all? And I said, I'm going to sell them. And he said, okay, good luck. We'll make them. So they made them, shipped them out, and uh, I put them on the counter of my laundry room. So I had to look at them every single day. And I sold a couple to different techs I know here locally. But not a lot happened for not a lot of time. But then uh, my buddy Q... Shout out to Q Dent Repair. Thanks, Tony. Went down to the uh, Mega Media event uh, at Anson PDR. And he gave one to, I, 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 I gave him four or five of them, four of them, and said, just give them to all the podcast guys. Uh, because I knew the guys from PDR Tool Time were going to be there. And um, that proved to be an excellent decision. And it worked out amazingly well because a couple weeks later, I was listening to PDR Tool Time and this happened. Tool now since April and it's made by Dent Reaper. And it is a rod that resembles a Zircus tip. And it's actually made by A1. The, the, the company's Dent Reaper. And it's a door tool that you stick down. It's shaved all the way down to the bottom and maybe about halfway so up. So it looks like an A1 tool? It looks like an A1 tool. Yeah, it's the black handled one that we got. Oh, you mean, a, I'm sorry, it looks like a Dent Craft tool, almost. like, like Almost, uh, yeah, well. You know, like like a flat blade one, but it's shaved, right? Yes. It's shaved and pointed. Yeah. I thought it was a Well, his Dent <laughs> company is called Great Duck. Dent oh, Repair out of Minnesota. Uh, and yes, that is a good tool. It is. Hey, put, a, put a picture of it up on the on the uh, tool time. I will. Page. I'll put a link on it on, on our podcast here to it. The reason being is what's good about it is it gets past the braces and shaved. So when you're working down through a door, you need something, you know, you stick a, a rod down there. Next thing you know, you're hitting up against the window really hard or you're shoving it down to get it past the brace in the window possibly going up against the glass because your window guard doesn't go all the way down. But this one, the way that it's shaped, it, it tends to slip down 90% of them that are out there. And it has that, that sharp tip and it's inverted. So it, it's sharp on the opposite side. So it's kind of hard to describe, but it kind of looks like a Zircus tool as a door tool. What I find it, it pushes great. It's super strong. It's made by A1. So it's got the, the A1 steel, you know, which is rigid. And everyone that listens knows that I don't like tools that flex. This is not a tool that flexes, even though that it, it is shaved. You like stiffies. I like yeah. the stiffies. You don't like it all floppy. No. So I had a couple of technicians come come by the last couple, two, three weeks. And they went right to it. They're like, where'd you get this? Where'd you get that? And that is a Dent Reaper, dentreaper.com. And I'm not plugging them because I'm paid to plug them. I'm plugging them because the tool you like works. It. I the like tool it. is a great tool. Yeah. yeah. If it didn't work, I would send it right back to Dent Reaper and say, sorry, dude, you struck out. 
But uh, I agree. I, I have the tool too, and I think it's a tremendous tool. So I, I like it a lot. I know I have it. Renstrom, sorry, Renstrom didn't get one. He he wasn't at the the Anthony uh, Open House or Mega Media event. So sorry about that, John. I think you have one now. But uh, that was PDR Tool Time episode one twenty five, and that changed everything very fast. Uh, I had to build uh, the website out pretty much overnight and. Um, get everything up and running functioning properly so that you could actually just purchase it on the website. Um, and then for a couple few months, I was doing shipping and receiving out of my laundry room. I had to reorder inventory and, you know, I would, I would push dents all day, come home, box up two, three, whatever, however many orders I got for the day. And, and then go to the post office every morning and drop off the boxes. And um, I did that for a while. And then um, something really awesome happened. Kiko called me out of the blue and said, hey, see your uh, Dent Reaper. We're seeing a lot about it online. We were wondering if we could carry it on our website. So we struck a deal and uh, I sent them a bunch and they started selling it on their website. And at the same time that happened, A1, John Kallenbach uh, asked me if he could do the same thing. And I said, absolutely. But maybe we could work out a deal where if somebody buys it on my website, I can just forward that order over to you and you can send the tool out directly from, from your place. You got to, they have a whole shipping and receiving department and uh, I had a laundry room. So that wasn't going <laughs> to, that wasn't scalable. There's no way I could have uh, the tool line, uh, you know, I have, you know, reapers, reaper rods, angels, chameleons, reaper tails, um, uh, several lines with different sizes and iterations and tweaks. And uh, there's no way I could do that out of my laundry room. That would, that would not be sustainable. Um, so, so that worked out really well and um, continues to, and I'm infinitely grateful to uh, a one for all of their help uh, to all the guys at PDR tool time. Uh, Vinny, Mike, John, uh, you know, now Hudson, uh, Daniel Grom, of course, uh, all those guys and uh, everybody on every podcast, really. Uh, not only for, you know, promoting my tool or, or helping me promote my tool, uh, but, um, you know, giving honest feedback and, um, and also just everything I've learned along the way from all of these different podcasts. And, you know, again, that's, that was my, my thinking when I started this podcast, I don't know, you know, maybe a piece of my story will, will help or inspire somebody else to, to come out with the tool that will then end up uh, helping a bunch of other guys uh, or, you know, they'll, 
they'll learn things along the way that that will help them uh you know further their business in in whatever way that that uh, is most helpful to them so that is that is that so um i guess that also takes me to what is my dream um you know, I never thought I would be where I'm at today when I first got started in PDR. I didn't even know that where I'm at was was an option. Um, I've achieved a lot of goals that that uh, I didn't really think were were possible, and and um, so now. Um, I guess through associating, I've been, you know, part of different mastermind groups and uh, I had the opportunity to, to um, rub elbows with a, a lot of really smart guys in this industry and, and uh, learn a lot of really good things. And um, I guess I've learned that uh, you cannot achieve a goal or a dream if you don't set it. So I'm setting mine uh, pretty high and pretty, pretty wild, but um, that's, that's the way to do it. So, uh, you know, why not? What do they say? Shoot for the moon. And if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. So, that's what we're doing. So my dream, uh, my end game, my, my hope and dream at the, at the end of the, my career here, which hopefully is sooner rather than later. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll have actually ever full-time stop pushing. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the best job in the world. It's like therapy, um, being able to, to, to fix somebody's baby and, and, um, just, you know, you get the positive reactions you get from people and it's, it's all a really good feeling, but, uh, the dream is to have, uh, a home on the Gulf of Mexico and a home on a lake here in Minnesota. So, um, you know, we, we'll be, uh, we'll snowbirding it as they say, but, you know, summer's up in Minnesota and winter's down in Florida or Texas or Georgia or wherever, wherever it uh, makes the most sense to to have that place on the Gulf. But um, we're still quite a ways away from that. But, um, you know, uh, with any luck, you know, as long as I have that out here, I know that there's going to be steps I need to take to get there along the way and and uh you know this shop is is a stepping stone to that and and potentially uh a full-on retail location may be a stepping stone to that so we're just going to uh try to learn how to to best achieve those goals along the way but um I think that is it for episode one. I don't know what all I missed. So, um, oh, I just, I was going to go through a couple of these quotes here. So, um, 
uh, had some some quotes on some achieving your dreams deal here. So one is, do not wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand and work with whatever tools you may have at your command. And better tools will be found as you go along. And that uh, has been so true for me. Um, again, with the help of PDR College and PDR Tool Time and Dent Digest and all the other podcasts uh, and all the all the people, you know, the mega media events and and all those things along the way. So uh, another one I love for me, be white. I get up every morning determined to both change the world and have one hell of a good time. Sometimes this makes planning my day difficult. And uh, I think a lot of Dent guys can uh, relate to that. And um, I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up with John F. Kennedy here. Every accomplishment starts with the decision to try. So, guys, just decide to try. Let's uh, let's shoot for the moon and, and uh, land amongst the stars. And I hope you decide to try. We're coming to the end of 2020. Let's make 2021 the uh, the best year for everybody's life. And uh, hopefully we can all grow and achieve our dreams together. So thanks so much for watching or listening. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much.